Welcome to Astrology Bites. This is your host, Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and your host for this podcast series. And if you're curious about astrology, you are definitely in the right place. This is episode 18 of Astrology Bites. And with each episode of Astrology Bites, you get a bite-sized astrology lesson that's around 15 minutes, sometimes less. It is super short and sweet. My goal here is to make astrology feel simple, clear, fun, and totally applicable to your everyday life. So with that being said, let's get into today's episode. Now today, we're talking about Saturn through the signs with none other than Elisa Einhorn, who's the author of The Little Book of Saturn, Astrological Gifts, Challenges, and Returns. Welcome, Elisa. Hi, Teresa. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. You know, I am a huge fan of Saturn, and in the, most people aren't, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I love that you are, because I think that is unique. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in astrology, everybody, when they hear Saturn, like, oh, my God, and I'm like, oh, Saturn, there's where I need to get to work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, right. I totally dig it. And in a previous show, I talked with, I talked about Saturn and Saturn cycles with uh, Emily Heather of the Voluptuous Witch. And in this episode, I want to talk about Saturn through the signs and what we need to know to roll with it. So I knew you were the perfect person to, to bring on for this episode. So are you ready to begin talking about it? I am so ready. So <laughs> let's start by explaining what Saturn's role is in an astrological chart. As I said, you know, I'm like one of the weirdo fans about it. Mm-hmm. Can you explain to people in layman's terms what Saturn's yeah. all about? Well, every, every planet, in astrology that we that we include is going to have certain keywords okay so saturn is no different and some of the ones that you may hear around saturn are words like discipline structure duty responsibility maturity achievement um some of my favorites are wisdom Mm. lessons can be difficult lessons or well with saturn they might not be fun easy lessons but Ambition is another word. Um, Saturn is the taskmaster, always giving us another test in life. And one, actually, one of my favorite Saturn words is fear, because I think people tend to forget it. Mm-hmm. Fear, and it's my favorite because it's reality. And that's another Saturn keyword. Like Saturn is going to give us this, this fear and this hesitation. What Saturn asks of us is not going to be easy. So... It's important to remember that it's going to take time to, to really do the best of the sign our, our Saturn is in. Does that make sense? That makes absolute sense to me, totally. You know, so let's go through Saturn in each of the signs okay. briefly and just explore what the lesson or gifts present may be in the signs. So let's start with Aries. What would be the lessons and gifts present in Saturn okay. and Aries? Oh, and also I just want to say that I, I feel like they're really two sides of the same coin, like the gift and the lesson mm-hmm. together, then you really um, can manifest fully your own particular Saturn. But for Aries, I think their gift is bravery, bravery, courage, encouraging others too to really be themselves and be the best they can be. So that, that's the highest gift of Saturn and Aries is this confidence yeah that makes sense and what would be the lesson about aries 
they waffle. <laughs> Saturn and so like a, like Saturn and Aries as a kid, you know, like a young Saturn and Aries, it's not going to move in a straight line. They're not going to be born with that independent, brave, decisive spirit. They have to learn it because Aries is supposed to be straightforward. They're supposed to be direct, right? But then if Saturn is an Aries, it's going to delay it. So they're going to have to learn to be that courageous pioneer. That makes total sense. My sister actually has a Saturn in Aries, and that really uh, fits her to a T. Ah, I love it when people say that. Yeah. <laughs> when it, I, I describe mean, something and they go, oh, I know that. Yeah. I mean, that is like so her. So what about Saturn in Taurus? Okay. Now, Saturn in Taurus, I'm not biased. This is my placement. So I'm not thinking of myself when I talk about this. <laughs> but a gift of Saturn in Taurus is they have to they, – they can make things grow. Mm. Um, what, nurturing the earth in some way, so literally planting, taking care of animals, could be gardening, um, like the Empress card. And you know all about that because you are the tarot lady. So that yes. Saturn and Taurus gift is Empress, really fertile, creative power, and being grounded. That is so huge, not flying off into space, being grounded. That is a gift that Saturn and Taurus definitely has, and it's there for them to reach. But... One of their lessons is they have to experiment to become that. Like mm. they can get very set in their ways, become too stubborn. They can stagnate and they have to learn how to give life. And you can only give life if you're going to like literally move. Right. You know, move, move your body, move your spirit. So let's go on to Gemini. What are the gifts uh, and lessons in Gemini? They're natural writers. That is an extraordinary gift of Saturn and Gemini. Natural writers, wonderful communicators. But the lesson, they're going to be afraid. They're going to be afraid to speak their truth. They're going to be self-conscious, um, having confidence in their words and their thoughts and their opinions. That's the lesson, so that they can, they can give that gift to the world. And let's go on to Cancer. Okay. Uh, Saturn and Cancer. Saturn and Cancer... A, one of their gifts is that they are incredible friends. They're dependable. They're there for other people. They, they are the rocks mm. of, the, you know, of, the, of the Saturn Saturn and the signs. You know, that one that you can count on is Saturn and Cancer. I've always but, found Cancer people in general to be like that, so that makes total sense to me. But, you know, with Saturn and Cancer, the lesson is they've got to learn to feel their feelings. Because, you know, Saturn, Saturn mm. is, is very controlling, right? It's about control and structure. So Saturn and Cancer is going to want to regulate the feelings, put a cap on it, not let them flow, right? Saturn is the boss. Saturn is yeah. one of those feelings roaming around. So that, that's the lesson is to, okay, you can be that great friend and that dependable rock, but let your feelings out. Oh, I love that. that and not is, be afraid of them. Yeah, that's so, that makes so much sense to me. You know, Saturn is so disciplined. And when you think of cancer, it's so, like, emotional. So, yeah, totally mm -hmm. got that. See, that's why this is the, the two sides of the coin yeah. to thinking about Saturn. Because it's, Saturn is limitation. So there's mm -hmm. not, it's not going to be like a Saturn in a sign equals, oh, yes, we are that sign to the max in, in the best way possible. We have to be, become that, you know, over the years. Right. That's how I view it. I love um, that. I think it's really um, a, a great and a holistic way of viewing Saturn, actually. And it's hopeful. Yeah. There's time. <laughs> There's <laughs> always time to be more Saturn. 
So what about Saturn and Leo? You know, Leo's so big and showy. What do we need to know about that? One of the Saturn and Leo gifts is teamwork, which I absolutely love. Because they're going to, like, let's say you need their their help with something. They help you with a project. They're not going to hog all the credit. They're not going to say, I did it. They know it takes a village. They're going to work with you well, and they're not going to be, hey, look at me. I'm the star (laughs) of the show here. They're gonna. They're great to collaborate with. So it kind of brings that Leo. You know, Leo's often known for ego. It, it kind of brings it into check in a way. Totally. That's exactly what it does. But then the lesson is their ego can be too reduced, mm-hmm. and they don't want to express their individuality. And Saturn and Leo has to learn. That's another Saturn keyword is learn. They have to learn to shine and 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 be a star and to say, I did it. It was me. You know, I. I am as amazing <laughs> as you think I am, as I think I am. Right, so they can't be afraid of that spotlight. Yeah, exactly. So let's go on to Virgo. Now, to me, I would think Virgo would be, Saturn would be happy here. Is that true or not? Hmm. You know, it depends on who you ask. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Saturn and Virgo, uh, they're easygoing. Mm-hmm trusting, non-judgmental. They accept mm. people for who they are. But then the lesson is they have to read the fine print and oh. be a little more dis- discerning and discriminating. And then eventually combine the, you know, combine those two sides. So they're not, you know, too trusting and not too critical. Right, that makes total sense. So finding the ability to be Trusting and discerning that, um, yeah, Saturn and Virgo. Time. That's not easy. I'm still, I'm still thinking about your question, whether Saturn likes being in Virgo. Yeah, I kind of assumed it you know, would because of the, the workaholic tendencies of right. Virgo. So, you know, you, I always think of that. So it's good for us, but not good for them. We want to hire them. They're going to work, 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 but then they're going to have stress-related illness because they don't stop working. Yes go that way so let's talk about saturn and libra saturn and libra uh they're independent independence mm-hmm. of spirit they think for themselves but you know what they're going to hide it mm-hmm. i think a, a young saturn and libra is still going to have that i need to make other people happy quality that libra tends to have so they're actually going to be pretty rebellious and mm-hmm. thinking for themselves but kind of keep it under wraps with saturn and libra so the lesson for them is integrity, mm. to be who you really are, to be, ha, keep that independence of spirit while being in relationships and developing relationships. And they absolutely have to be with other people. If you meet a Saturn in Libra and they're a lone wolf, mm-hmm. you know that, that you have to help them. <laughs> you have to help them live their Saturn in a, in a better way. And that means by being more Libra, being the best Libra they can be. So no lone wolf Saturn and Libras <laughs> right if you on. meet them on the street. You know, I one time heard somebody say that Saturn and Libra people were um, like hermits in past lives, and in this lifetime they've got to learn how to get along with others. I totally agree with that. I yeah, love it. they do. They do. All right, so the next one is my Ugh. daughter. My daughter has Saturn and Scorpio. <laughs> Give me the Scorpio. dirt on this. Oh, my favorite sign, Scorpio. Okay, they're healers. That is a gift. They are absolutely 
innate healers. They have the gifts for this, but they, this is the lesson, they're afraid of the dark. Mm -hmm. So they have to not run when the shadow comes out. They can't help or heal anyone if they're going to cringe when people share their ugly truths. You know, when, you're, when, you're, when your loved one tells you their deepest, darkest secret, and that's, that's the risk. That's the lesson with them is to be accepting and that makes of that, the, ugly, the ugly side of life. Yeah, and people. that makes actual sense with her. You know, she doesn't yeah. like it when, when things get really hard and ugly or if someone yells or, you know, whatnot. She tends to be uh, very squeamish around that. And she's mm-hmm. had to learn how to really be okay facing that stuff. So that, that's right on. And that's where their gifts are. So, so they reject the juice, right? The juice mm-hmm. of life, the blood and the guts of life. Yeah. And they need to eat it for breakfast instead. Well, you know what's really interesting about that, too, is that she's a writer. She writes historical fiction. And one of the things that she has told me is that by dealing with a lot of the really heavy things that have happened in her life, it's really actually she's been able to use it as fuel for her writing. So I look at that with mm. what you're saying as a very positive manifestation of this. Yeah, that's perfect. That's, that's an ideal outlet. Absolutely. So the next one, my son has this one. Um, Saturn and Sagittarius. Now, this to me seems so weird because Saturn is so, you know, uh, restrictive and Sagittarius is so big and open. So this, tell us about this. So they, let's see, I'm trying to think of where to start here. They have to be less practical, like starting with, with the lesson. These folks can be too buttoned up or too strict and not have that natural Sagittarius desire to roam and travel and expand and dream and live large. So the gift is that they can be very, very helpful and very, very practical. And if you, if you need the answer to a, a question that's you know, very concrete, ask a Saturn and Sag because mm-hmm. they, can, they can break it down real nice. They can even help you budget, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's kind of a terrifying thing for a lot of people. But they can really, they can help you manage your money. That makes sense. So He's actually is, quite good at it. See? See? <laughs> so, He's quite and, good and at you, it. And, and you know, I mean, you're an astrologer too, so you know there's all these caveats with, you know, the rest of the chart and everything. Mm-hmm. But just speaking of this in a vacuum, you know, like Saturn and Sag in and of itself is going to put a limit on the Sagittarius visionary dreamer and bring it down to earth. Yeah. But then that has gifts too. So those are the gifts. Ask them to handle your money. But just look at the rest of the chart first. Well, it's so interesting you say this, too, because his Saturn sits in his second house, which is the house of money, and he's got his moon there, in Gemini there you go. in the eighth house. So he's quite adept. Ah, interesting with that opposition. Mm. Mm-hmm. Moon, and that's an, I know I'm going off topic here, but that's an enviable placement. In my next life, I would like to have moon in the eighth. I don't care what sign. Right <laughs> on. Let me have that. It's so intuitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Natural we could talk, medium. We could talk about that. We could go on a whole tangent, but. <laughs> okay. Focus. <laughs> so Saturn and Capricorn, what are the gifts and lessons of this place? Okay. So as we know, Saturn is, total, is at home in Capricorn. And they can achieve great things in the world. Greatness, mm. that's the gift. But mm. the lesson is which thing? Fear of commitment. They have to learn to stick with the thing, not to run, to be patient. So they, they can, I mean, there, there's really no, I feel like there's no limit to how many mountains they can climb. 
right? And achieve their dreams, but they've got to zero in and decide: well, this one or that one. Saturn in Capricorn is not a Gemini. There's got to be at least one one big dream, one big mountain. Right on. And focus like on that. The goat has to go up one mountain. Can't be sprinting all over the place. Exactly. One goat per person here. <laughs> And Saturn in Aquarius, what do we need to know about this? Oh, Saturn and Aquarius, they are so unique. They are so unique. But similar to as we were talking about Libra, they can kind of want to hide it. So they have this incredible originality, right? Original thinkers, original people. They just naturally are different, but it's good. So the lesson is it's okay to be different Mm -hmm. and not to hide it and it's okay to wear stripes and polka dots on the same day. It's okay to be a unicorn. Self-acceptance, like if I had to put it in one, you know, one little key phrase, self-acceptance for Saturn and Aquarius. Because they're going to be weird. That's yeah. That's just it. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. We need that. Uh, we need unique people in the world, so they play a very important role. Yeah. They show us how to do it. They can teach us. Saturn, the teacher, they can teach us how to be ourselves. So last but not least, we have Saturn and Pisces. And by the way, this is my placement. Mm, okay, so Saturn and Pisces talk to the crystals and the crystals talk back. That's what I say about Saturn and Pisces. Saturn and Pisces is so connected. This is a gift. They are so psychic. They are so deeply, deeply connected to all the invisible stuff. The rest of us are like, what? Really? Okay. So Saturn and Pisces has to trust it. They have to take, they have to take that self-doubt and... I was going to say crush it, but that's not really a Pisces metaphor. You have to dissolve it and drown it. Take that self-doubt and just let it wash away and trust. Trust that this, all these abilities that they think they have are actually real because they really are. Like you are as intuitive and as psychic and as connected, and the crystals really are speaking to you. I love that. And by the way, I often have crystal emergencies around here where I have to go buy some new crystals. Mm-hmm. So. I that's what I'm saying. What you brought up though is so interesting, and um, I haven't. I have both my brothers also have um, Saturn and Pisces. We're like what they call Irish twins. We're all born like 13 months apart. Oh wow! And so my younger brother, who's very intuitive, um, on the day my mother passed away, he was standing in his you know home, and all of a sudden he saw all these silver orbs coming up from behind him and floating in front of him, and they went out the window. Oh wow! And she passed away that day, and he called me. He says, "I've got to, I've got to tell you about this experience I had. Do you think that was, you know, her spirit that I was seeing?" And now, mind you, my brother is like total Virgo. He's Mister Practical Guy, works at an auto body place. And I said, "Yes, absolutely." Mm-hmm. And of course, what did he say? Because he's not working with the Saturn Pisces. He goes, "Well, you know, that was just something weird. I, I, I don't believe in that stuff." <laughs> But we know the truth. Yes. You know the truth. You told him. Yeah, that's that's it in a nutshell. Because he's going to have those experiences, as I'm sure, you know, you do too, and your other brother. Yeah, but he. It's so interesting to see how he wants to push that part away when it's like this dude. Mm-hmm. You are seeing something most people don't get to see. So I. I that's find the Saturn. That's yeah. the Saturn. Yeah, it makes it difficult. That's like the main. That's the main thing that I want people to understand is. It's kind of not, not to feel bad if you walk around going, oh, my God, I have Saturn in such and such sign, and I'm really bad at that sign. You're supposed to be mm-hmm. at first. It can take decades. I'm still learning my Saturn in Taurus. It's going to take me longer, too, to yeah. really be that. 
be as amazing as Taurus is. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. I'm not there yet. So any last things you think people should know about Saturn and the signs? Um, it takes time. Like I was just saying, it, take, it mm-hmm. takes time to grow up. It, takes, it can take this lifetime. It can, it can take the next one. Also, Saturn is slow. So no matter what sign your Saturn is in, just don't beat yourself up. If you, don't, if, you, if you feel like you're not doing it or manifesting it or it's not showing up in my life, Saturn rules patience and commitment and time and the long-term plan. It's not Mars. Yeah. Saturn is not Mars. It's not speeding along. It takes us a time. I love that. Yeah. Time to achieve. That's also Saturn. That's, a, that's one other thing. We are supposed to do something great with our Saturn. Mm-hmm. It's just not today. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> tomorrow or the day after. So we, we can plan. You know, like your Saturn in Pisces. You, it may be helpful for Teresa to think, what, what is Pisces? And what is my ultimate Pisces goal that I need to, you know, be and, and show the world? What is my Pisces ambition? Which is kind of funny to think because we often may think of Pisces as not not <laughs> yeah. Like I, I didn't want to make that sound as bad as it was sounding in my head, but yeah, that is such wise, wonderful advice. I'm so delighted that you spent time here uh, talking about Saturn with me today. And for people who are listening, you're going to want to get a copy of. Elise's book, and once again, it's called The Little Book of Saturn, Astrological Gifts, Challenges, and Returns. So grab it. It's going to give you a lot of great advice about hanging out with Saturn and making it work for you. Um, Elisa, thank Thank you so much for sharing all this wisdom today. This is a lot to pack in. Thank you, too. Oh, and it comes out June 1st, but people can pre-order it now from Amazon and other places if, if they choose. But June 1st is the date. And thank you. Thank you, too. It was fun. And where can people find you if they want to book a consultation or learn more about you? Uh, Moon Pluto Astrology is my website. That's, you know, all together, moonplutoastrology.com. Or they can just email me at moonpluto at gmail, and I can tell them what's on the menu. (laughs) Awesome. And I do astrology and tarot together. That's my favorite thing is combining both. Right on. They work so well together, don't they? They do. I, you know, I, I can't believe anyone does either one alone, frankly. Yes. <laughs> I'm a fan of both, too, so I, yeah. I am right with you on that. All right, people. Well, that's all for today's episode. And if you're enjoying the show, please leave a positive review on iTunes because that is the best way to help new listeners and astrology newbies discover the show. Thank you so much. And for more fun stuff, also head over to my website, thetarolady.com. You'll find tons of resources about tarot and astrology, including free monthly forecasts and horoscopes, and lots more. Again, that's thetarolady.com. I'll see you there. And remember, no matter what's going on in the cosmos today, ultimately you are in charge of your life. You are in the driver's seat. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change the course. You're the boss. You've got that power. Be kind to yourself and others and make smart decisions. I'll see you in the next episode.